success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. We have an amazing guest for you. We have Italina Kirkness, and she is an online presence expert and speaker. Italina helps you upgrade your presence online through LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Italina and her team of social media managers help you gain more visibility online, driving a steady stream of clients to your business. You should know Italina is trained as an attorney. She has a Juris Doctorate degree and has a legal background. However, like many <laughs> recovering attorneys, Italina is now practicing her passion online branding and marketing. Since 2012, her business has been the vehicle for her personal and spiritual growth while she creates value for each of her clients. Welcome, Italina. Hi, Cam. Hey, it is so great to have you here on the She's Invincible podcast. I know you're invincible and I can't wait for you to tell us how. So let's do this. Let's jump right in. Let's tell our listeners, how did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? Sure. So the first thing, I mean, everything we do in life, I believe, and everything we go and through in life builds us to the next point or prepares us for the next point. The first thing I ever was or identified myself as was as a tennis player. I was a championship level tennis player. I'm actually the same age as Serena. We've played together multiple times. And uh, you know, I played in state. The last time we played together, actually we were teenagers and we were at a stadium, full stadium, signed autographs, all that good stuff. And I had my uh, a really fun and just just opened me up to the world kind of tennis career. I traveled the world uh, competing. I competed in Europe. I got to represent the U.S. and a tournament in Europe competing against other countries. And so that really what helped develop me as a just a human and and opened me up to possibilities and a first kind of introduction like wow I can do this I am invincible <laughs> yeah right that's amazing awesome so so tell us how did you journey from that right tennis yeah. to law. Totally. So I went on to college on tennis scholarship. After college, I went on to law school. I thought, oh, I could do this, you know. And I, one thing, you know, going to school for something is very different from going to work for it. And I had a quote unquote, you know, successful legal career and I was doing well, but on the inside, I just, I just could not find my joy. I was actually very miserable. And I feel like I can do anything for a season, 
But for the rest of my life, I thought, is this going to be the rest of my life? I can't do this. So I made that decision to go ahead and switch careers, look for a new job because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just went on to LinkedIn to look for a new job, but I knew I didn't want to chase companies. I wanted to attract companies. So I started sharing my knowledge, my insights, and sure enough, companies started recognizing me. They were reaching out to me saying, it's Alina. We see you everywhere. We love what you're doing. We want to do that for us. So this is back in 2010. So they didn't even know what to call that. But today we would call it, whether it be uh, personal branding or relationship marketing, really putting a human, uh, a human touch, a face to a company. So I was sharing posts, managing their social media back in 2010 when they didn't even know what to call it. And I thought, well, sure, I can do that on the side while I look for a job. <laughs> and another company wanted me to do the same thing, a small business, there's another small business, a small business owner. And pretty soon I was having difficulty finding time to go on interviews and look for a job. So I thought, can this be my job? Like, is this a real thing? It took me a couple of years, but I went ahead and made the leap and started my social media company in 2012. That's amazing. So tell me this, because I know there's a lot of women out there right now that aren't feeling invincible and maybe they're being faced with that decision was how scary was that for you? Like to give up law and go into this like uncharted water that was, didn't even have a name, as you said, you know, before it was a thing, uh, you know, and how did you like, what were your thoughts and how did you navigate like that step of, uh, you know, summoning the courage, right? Yeah, to to make that move. So let's talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. Well, first things first, I was totally scared. I didn't even know if it was a real thing. Uh, the Facebook business page, just to give you an example, didn't even exist at that time. Um, the whole idea around marketing on social media was more about friends from connecting with nieces, nephews, right? It was more of that. So the idea of using it to market, especially LinkedIn at the time, was merely a job search tool, not a marketing tool. So I was definitely like, what am I doing? And then, of course, my friends and family were like, what are you doing? You have this amazing career. And you're leaving it to go play around on social media. I didn't understand. But because, fortunately, I'd seen in my past that I had succeeded before, right? I succeeded in tennis. I had that history, that kind of proof. I've proven to myself before that I excel at what I work at. So I went, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. And I, like I said, it took me two years. It wasn't like this sudden leap. It took me two years. And I went ahead and went for it, given what I saw, like, hey, this, this moving away and moving toward online, it just, I just, it just made a lot of sense to me. And because again, I had that, I had already proven to myself that I can do well at things. I went ahead and believed in myself and went, made another leap. Oh my gosh. I love that. Like that, what a great example of just going back and looking at where you come from, what you're made of, what have you done that you didn't think you could do, right? Like well, looking back and thinking I did that. So that is such a great example to, to share with people to, you know, who are being faced with that decision. Oh my gosh. Wow. So tell me this, um, what has been your biggest you know, aha moment in social media since that time of like you and your expectations in your own mind, you had that. And now there's the reality, right? So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So what's really great is 
as we know, we just moved more and more to this digital era. So it was just great timing. And obviously to be at the forefront of that really established me as like a go-to as far as, oh, wow, you've been doing this a long time. Um, as far as AHA, that same philosophy that I took in looking for a job as um, in law at the time, looking for a job to switch careers and wanting to not chase these companies, just spamming out my resume and just being another resume on a desk. Uh, taking that same philosophy of really wanting to attract versus chase, that's the philosophy that I've taken in my social media management now, whether it be for my own company, my own business, or for other business owners that we're working with now. So the aha is that, hey, no matter what, we don't want to just be posting these graphics, these the salesy content. We want to attract. And I really made this kind of niche for myself, this lane where, hey, we specialize in personalized, really humanized content. I love that. Oh my gosh. All right. So let's just dive in now. Let's dive in of all the things, you know, um, social media and all of what you're doing right now. And what can you share with our listeners that can help them in what they're doing right now? Sure. So I know that a lot of people, they're, they're holding events, as an example. They have their workshops, they've got their virtual events that they're promoting. Typically, they spend all this time using Canva, creating this great graphic, and they're, they're saying, you know, join us. Or we're excited to have this event. Well, that is an example to me of salesy, of pushing. Uh, while it's very popular and very common, I see it all the time. And I, I can just give a, a more personalized, humanized way of doing that because I actually am promoting an event myself and just shared this yesterday and people loved it. The, the post received engagement that it would not have received if we had just used some salesy flyer that, you know, graphic that promoted the event. So this is how it started. Uh, every day is an opportunity for us to create a happy ending. And you and I are doing exactly that and running our own businesses and creating our own rich life. One thing that enriches my life is being able to help others, help others. And, and in my case, help others with marketing themselves and sharing what they have, the value they have to bring online via social media. So I'll be holding a class on how to leverage LinkedIn and Instagram. I gave the date and time. And the picture that I used was a picture of me at the beach looking incredibly happy because it was a great day at the beach. So that was an advertisement, quote unquote. That was an ad that I shared and I received a ton of engagement. And it just totally... You just totally sucked me in. Did you see that? Like, oh my gosh, I got to go back and watch this recording. You totally sucked me in. I was like, where is she going with this? And then all of a sudden you're like, boom, that was the advertisement. And here's me on the beach. Oh my gosh. It's like social media magic. We're going to call it. <laughs> wow. And oh people my signed God. up. I saw immediately there were responses. Yeah. Well, people are going to sign up from listening to this podcast too. <laughs> yeah. So while we're talking about it, just let's tell us, tell them the date. Is there, it's a absolutely. Date? Yeah. yeah. Let's so do that. It, it's a one, just one hour event, February 9th, 1130 AM Pacific center times so around your uh, lunchtime. And then let's say you can't make it on the 9th. You can come on the 16th. And what's so awesome is that I'm actually giving everyone a chance in the class to introduce themselves and ask exactly what they want to learn, what they want to walk away with, in addition to what I'm going to share so people can feel like they got exactly what they came for. 
Perfect. And the links will be in the show notes for this class. And so are you also providing, like, say someone can't make it, but they want to sign up. Are you providing a recorded class? What I'm doing is just letting people come to the next class because they happen every month. Okay. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's fabulous. Awesome. Okay. So let's break this down now. So I know you're an expert in LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. So let's go there. Let's talk about, you know, how do you use it? What are your recommendations? What's the difference? Who should use what? I know that's a lot. No, all good. Yeah. Uh, I know the answers to all of those. <laughs> so the difference, obviously, LinkedIn, it's a more professional site, which means, so we're all professionals. It just means we're not going to be sharing our cats and things like that. The question we're going to be asking ourselves before we post on LinkedIn is, can professionals relate to it? So that doesn't mean you're limited to sharing articles or corporate stuff. You can still share, just make sure professionals can relate to it. And I'll give an example. Uh, and you probably even know, Cami, what's something that all, happens to just about all of us around two, three o'clock in the afternoon? How are we feeling? Tired. We're going totally. through that carb, totally. that carb wave, right? Right. So on this particular day, and this was way back BC before COVID, I was out and about and I was just feeling tired. And I thought, Italina, instead of going to go grab a coffee, which is a nap in a cup, go ahead and take an actual nap. So I pulled my yoga mat out of the trunk of my car, rolled it out under a tree, took a quick 10, 15 minute nap. And oh my God, I woke up refreshed. I was able to go take care of my social media clients for the rest of the day, refreshed, productive, ready to go. So that story that I just shared with you, I actually shared that on LinkedIn. I found a nice photo of a yoga mat online and posted that. So I, I didn't sell anything. I didn't say hire me. But if you notice, I did slide in their social media, my social media clients. So kind of stealth marketing, but engaging everyone and being relatable. Everyone can relate to that happening around two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Yes, even at their desk, right? So if you're on LinkedIn posting that, somebody's curling up under their desk, right? Or falling asleep on their hand with their face in their hand. Oh my gosh. Okay, so- Remembering to mention your business, your industries, just sliding it in there as a non-salesy way to remind everyone what it is you do and something that you can certainly share on LinkedIn because all professionals can relate to it. I love it. Okay, let's move on to Instagram. Let's yeah. talk about like who should be, where you, you should be there. What should you be talking about? Yes. Yeah. So Instagram, the difference is it's incredibly visual and, and very um, about aesthetics. So you'll notice on my Instagram, every people say, oh my God, it's so bright. The colors are beautiful. So you can see that on my Instagram at Italina K. Um, so that's one piece. We want higher quality, brighter photos on Instagram. Number two, as far as engagement, the algorithm, I, I like to call Instagram the mis the a demanding mistress. She's a demanding mistress. She Instagram wants you on Instagram, using Instagram, spending time on Instagram, engaging. So one way that we can improve our engagement on, on Instagram is hey, when someone likes or comments on your post, don't just say thank you. Say something that keeps the conversation going, just like you would in person. <laughs> you wouldn't have those awkward silences. So sharing something to keep the conversation going, responding at least a couple times to each comment. So that's going to be huge. Number two, if you're wanting to take on business from any of your sites, whether it be LinkedIn or Instagram, now 
And when someone makes a comment or you're going to go ahead and message them, hey, I love what you had to say on my post about such and such. Happy to hop on a quick call with you to see how we may be able to be a resource to each other. So now we're scheduling these virtual calls, these video calls, these quick calls to see if someone wants to actually discuss business. And this has been a huge ROI for us. Love it. Love it. Okay. So we're going to move on to Facebook. <laughs> Tell us about Facebook and what, what should we be doing there? Beautiful. So on Facebook, what science is the stories put you because Facebook is so heavily saturated. As soon as you post something, it's pushed down by someone else's post. So what's nice is the stories allow you to be kind of at the top, definitely at the top in front of your audience. And I'm noticing while video stories perform better on Instagram, Facebook seems to, the users seem to prefer to seeing a great photo or a more of a still. So if you can show, and especially something more close up with your face versus is the far further away camera full body. So this is going to be a great way to just remind people that you exist, that you're here. They're going to see you. And if you want, you can even add something in a text, whether it be you want to drive people to your Instagram, you can say, hey, fun stuff on Instagram at Italina K. You can write that in a text. So what's nice is you can leverage your sites to drive traffic to any of your other sites too. That's fabulous. Now here's, this is a, a rule here I'm asking about is, you know, what is the practice, the best practice of sharing the same information on all the platforms? Like, is it okay to like post things? Like if I post on LinkedIn, can I put the same thing on Facebook and then drop it over on Instagram or should it be different? Happy to answer that. So what I like to do is change it around. So for example, something as important as promoting your event, yes, you want to promote it on all the sites so everyone can know about it. But what you can do, for example, I shared the picture of me at the beach promoting the events. Well, guess what? I took more than one photo at the beach. I had different poses. So what I did was on other sites, I used a different pose, a different photo, and then another site. So that's one way you can do to kind of just change the look a bit. And then... Uh, remember on LinkedIn, it just you have to answer that question. Can professionals relate to this? And finally, number three, hashtags. While you may use up to 30 hashtags on Instagram, you wouldn't do that on LinkedIn and Facebook. You may use three to six. I was just, that was my next question. I feel like you just read my mind was going to be, you know, tell me the rule on hash, hashtags. Oh my gosh, this has been so great. Anything, last thoughts that you want to share with our listeners about this topic? Um, I would say you have these free social media sites. You might as well use them for your business. <laughs> I love it. I love that. And so let me just ask one last thing. And that would be, say there's someone starting out new and they don't have a lot of resources to invest. Where is the best place streamline that they can go and learn, you know, just the first few steps so they can get started? Sure. I have free resources on my YouTube channel. I have over a hundred videos there. Where I'm just giving free social media advice. I love it. Oh, I love it. And I have my own personal YouTube link. It's just youtube.com slash my full name, Italina Kirkness. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, this has been so fun and just such a, a joy to talk to you about these things. And I know, you know, with where we are today and from, you know, 
10 months ago having a pandemic. And I know that all of these things are changing. And so it's always great to have an expert come in and share with us, like, what are the best practices today, right, right now? And, and so really to stay on top of it, because I personally feel like every time I get it down, it changes. And I'm like, oh, that's old now. Now I got to learn the new things. So I'm so grateful to have you here. And what we're going to do right now, let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Absolutely. You can definitely find me on Instagram at Italina K. And now a word from our sponsor, Christine Trumbull, founder of Coaching the Climb, understands the challenges of building a successful business. She's faced many of those challenges herself and helped hundreds of clients build successful businesses. With the launch of her new podcast, The Climb with Christine, you will hear the same advice she gives her clients, as well as conversations with experts in a variety of topics, including business, health, relaxation, mindset, kids, and fashion. Check it out on iTunes, The Climb with Christine, and be sure to subscribe, download, and give her a rating and review. Love it. Okay. So we are about to make a shift. You see on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners that we're going to feature fierce female entrepreneurs and they're going to share great value and education to teach them what they need to know so they can apply it and make a difference in their businesses right now. And I appreciate you so much for doing that today. But we also promise them to let them in behind the scenes. You see women especially tend to compare themselves to other women. We shouldn't, we, and you know, the message is stop doing that, but guess what? No matter how loud the message, they're still out there doing it. And so what we do here is we let them behind the scenes so that they see that this beautiful, brilliant Italina is not the same as the one who journeyed, who was a little nervous and afraid to jump in and, but did it anyway. And, you know, we know that the most successful people have overcome the most obstacles. And so that is the whole point of this podcast is to share that you can have that that time in your life where you're in your most successful place. And yet you have overcome so much. And I find that the most successful women have overcome the most obstacles. So we're going to go there right now. And we're going to do a little storytelling, as you mentioned, you know, telling stories on social media, we're going to tell a few right here. So what I would love to do is I would love for you to share with our listeners a good story about your journey. Absolutely. Well, I would say the good thing that I learned in taking that leap, for example, from law to this playing around on social media is it showed me and things working out. It showed me that, you know what, Italina, if you are in alignment, I'm very spiritual. So I believe in listening to yourself and listening to your higher self and making a decision that seems crazy and is definitely difficult. But knowing that, hey, because you're now in alignment there, you're going to experience this flow, right? So being able to trust that, even though it's a tough decision, trust that, hey, now that you're in alignment, you're going to definitely experience that flow. So the good thing is I've learned that. And so that carries over in my life. And I see it just magically happen almost daily. 
That's awesome. That's yeah. That's something to celebrate too, isn't it? Okay. So yeah. So we have to take a little turn here. So we're going to talk a little bit about the bad. I mean, it's no secret, right? That we, we do, uh, face things that are less than positive or ideal and uh, we overcome them. And so let's tell them a story about maybe a a bad thing that happened on your journey. So the bad was really early on where I was having, I was brand new to this. I wanted to speak and share my knowledge and organizations um, weren't readily inviting me to their stages the way, you know, now I give over 40 talks a year. I'm on podcasts almost daily, you know, and at the time it was like, uh, and then it brought up my insecurity because I thought, well, why don't they want me? Is it because I'm young? Is it because I'm a a woman? Is it because I'm black? Like it brought up all these insecurities. Is it because I'm, they think I'm inexperienced? Well, this is a brand new industry anyway. Social media is at its infancy. Like but I'm, but I know, and I've studied, you know, so there's all this stuff and he just brought out all these insecurities in me. So that was definitely very difficult, very, very hard. And as far as not being invited on stages and being able to share and do what I felt like I was supposed to do. Um, and, but how I, the, they say, when you don't have, um, when you don't have a place at the table, create your own table. So what I did was uh, a friend of mine, she, she let me use the conference room at her, in her office building. And I put on my own first event and promoted the heck out of that. And after that, that's what got the ball rolling was like, people just needed to see that I had spoken before. And then I was being invited to stages. I love that. Oh my gosh. And how many people give up, right. And get discouraged and they just, think like, I guess I'm not supposed to be a speaker. Right. And oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. Beautiful. Okay. So let's go ugly. We're going to, we're really going there now. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I bet you do. I mean, I haven't met anyone yet who's been successful, who didn't have ugly. So let's give it to them. Yeah. So when I was uh, in my first year of business and for everyone, everyone can relate first year of business, complete hell. In fact, I have a video on my YouTube saying my first year, uh, my first year in business was hell. So my first year in business, I was couch surfing, you know, on my friends who just let me. So I, I was essentially homeless. Fortunately, I had good people in my life who let me stay on their couch for a few days. I and to not oversee my welcome. I'd shift around from house to house and I, I couldn't afford to take care of myself. So I went from being this successful in, in legal field, working at the firm to, to down to this. And it was just like, all, so that buried on my like insecurities. Like, did I, did I make the right choice? Was this dumb? What was I thinking? And I eventually was like, you know, I need to just go back and get a job. Like I went there, I was going back to the dark side to go get a job. <laughs> and I remember I literally, I had my cell phone in my hand and I remember I literally just plopped my head into, I was sitting on the bed and I just plopped my head into the pillow face down. And I was just, I was getting ready to just be done and thinking it's going to grow up, come to your senses. I was just at my lowest point and my phone rang, Cammie, my phone rang. And on the other line, the woman goes, it's Lena. You don't know me, but I want you to know I've been watching you. Thanks to you. I left my job where I was unhappy and I started my own business. I'm so much happier. I'm already getting clients. 
And by the time I got off the phone with her, I realized, and this is what I said to myself, because this is what I was thinking. You know, I was homeless. I was going from couch to couch. I was like, it's clearly you need to be able to take care of yourself and pay the bills. And at that moment, when I got off the phone with that woman, I said, it's Lena. If this is not about you trying to make a living. This is about the impact you are making on others. People see you, you are being, people are impacted by us. That's why we live in a society, we impact others. And at that moment, I realized my purpose here in life, my purpose, and I believe all of our purpose is to positively impact others. And we each have our own ways of doing that, our own vehicles. For me, my social media company just happens to be my vehicle that allows me to do that. So with that, I had this new, with this new purpose and better understanding and new alignment and new flow. And that's, again, where the ball got rolling. And once I took the focus off me and bills and onto the audience I'm supposed to serve, opportunities started coming. I started speaking and taking on new clients. And that was just, that was honestly a life defining moment for me. Oh my gosh. It was as if that woman was your lifeline. She threw you a little lifeline, like get up girl, get up. I love that story. And I love what you said, you know, about being face down in your pillow and, and yeah. And I, I, as you were telling this story, I love stories. So as you were telling it, I was thinking, you know, in, how, how did that feel? Like you, you were in law and you were living your best life over there is what you thought. Right. And, and here you are now. And it just reminds me of so many, so many times that, you know, that you can go through those things. And I think those are the moments that define us. It's we're either going to die right there. Right. And you have to decide, are you going to die on this mountain or not? Right. Or you're going to, you're going to get back up and, Oh my gosh, I love that. And aren't you so grateful? Tell us what you're so grateful for about getting back up. You know what? Um, my life now, and so it's, it's been about 10 years now. So my life now is so beautiful. And I would say beautiful, not because of the stuff I have or where I, the beautiful home where I live in. I would say now it's just, I, I'm so, I, I have a purpose. I'm clear on that. I love listening to that higher self, that higher power. And it just brings just beautiful magic. So it's just this beauty that stuff could never, ever bring. So I have this different kind of beauty in my life. And you're making a huge impact in the world. Oh my gosh. And I love that so much. Okay. So one last question before we wrap this up and say goodbye today. And so... This is, this is my question for you. Uh, how would you like to most be remembered in the world? I would love to be remembered as kind and fun. <laughs> I love that. And you are already both of those things. So I love it. Kind and fun, both very important. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. And to our listeners, I don't know where you are in the world right now, but if you're face down on the ground, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. 
Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.